The Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Good evening, folks, and welcome to the Stone and Tile Show. I am your host, Fred Houston, and uh, I just did a live show on this very, very topic, and for some reason it didn't record, so I am doing this show again, so you cannot call in live uh, during this podcast if you're listening to the podcast, but uh, you'll have all the great information I'm going to talk about. All right, uh, I'm going to, um, before we get talking about all this cracking issue that uh, uh, different types of cracks, how to fix them, how to prevent them, et cetera, I want to... uh, Help, have you guys help me solve a dilemma and that is as you know every year I do the stone and tile inspection class out in Las Vegas during the surfaces show well this year I'm going to be presenting a seminar at surfaces and I won't be able to do it during that week so I'm looking at either the week before or the week after so if you want to go ahead and send me an email at f houston that's f-h-u-e-s-t-o-n at mail.com and tell me which week you would prefer either before the show or after the show another option might be to do it right after the show on say that friday and then run through the weekend but uh that could be difficult uh trying to find a place to do the seminar if we're going to go through the weekend so uh, uh let me know again the number is or the email is f houston F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at gmail.com. All right. I I thought this would be a good subject for this podcast simply because most of the inspection work I do, I run into a lot of issues with cracking. And there is a science, uh, a study of science that's called crack dynamics, where uh, you can actually look at a crack and tell by looking at a crack, doing some uh, basic measurements, be able to tell how that crack occurred or get a good indication. So that's what I'm going to try to do today. Uh, There's a number of different cracks I have, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 different cracks I want to describe. Let me go through the list real quick, and then we'll go back and look at these in a little bit more details. We have settlement cracks. We have expansion or control joint cracks, compression cracks, map or spider cracks, vibration cracks, natural cracks or fissures. And this is a topic we get a lot of discussion on, whether it's a fissure or a natural crack. Differential cracks, temperature cracks, stress cracks, crushing, iron jacking, iron jacking cracks, and what we call inside right angle cracks. And actually, let me take the inside right angle crack first, simply because this is actually what, what gave me the idea to do this whole show on this. Because uh, we, you know, I went to the design manual by the Natural Stone Institute. I looked to the uh, TCNA guideline manual as well. And I couldn't find any recommendation. If I'm wrong, please, someone uh, let me know And uh, if I'm wrong. But I don't see any recommendation in there at all when it comes to cutting your stone and tile with a right inside corner. 
this is generally where cracks are going to occur. And what I usually recommend is that they do a radius as opposed to a sharp right angle and describe why this occurs. Um, if, uh, actually, let me read something that, that I found on the internet, which probably explains it a lot better than I can. And this is known as a stress, uh, which causes that right angle causes a stress. And what I found is this particular paragraph, which says, if a force acts on an object, it causes stress inside the material. Stress behaves like a fluid in a sense that stress flows through the material. Now, if there's a sharp corner, like we have in a right angle, stress can't flow around it and causes a concentration of stress at that point and hence a crack. And I'm sure you've all seen that. You've all seen these cracks that occur. Now, I know when some engineered materials, their particular instructions, especially their fabrication instructions, usually recommend going with a radius rather than a sharp corner. So, I, again, I can't tell you how many times I see this on tile installations, on floors, on cooktop cutouts and countertops. That right angle is where it's going to actually crack. So that's how you prevent it. Can it be fixed? Eh, sometimes it can be filled. It can be fixed because the stress has already been released. But uh, then again, that becomes somewhat of a, a dilemma as to whether your customer will accept that type of repair or not unless you're really, really good. All right. So. Let's go back to the top of the list and look at each one of these cracks that I mentioned a minute ago. The first is your settlement crack. Now, a settlement crack is obviously it occurs from settlement. That's where the substrate, whether it's slab on grade or uh, it could be a wood substrate as well, actually settles. And when that happens, you end up with a crack. The way you can tell by actually looking at that crack, it's generally going to be long and linear. And if you run your fingernail across it, or you could run a credit card across it, what you'll find is that one side will be higher than the other. You know, wherever it's, it's, it's actually sunk, you'll have a, a definite difference in height from one side to the other. So that's another way. Uh, one of the tools that I use for measuring lippage can also work with this, and that's a tire gauge, a simple tire depth gauge. You can actually measure measure that amount. Not that it really matters. It may tell you how much the... The, uh, the floor has settled if you're dealing with, with a flooring crack. Or this can also occur uh, with cracks on a countertop, a well that is that is not supported as well. So that's your settlement crack. Now, can a settlement crack be repaired? Yeah, it can be repaired. It can be filled. But will it occur again? It depends. It depends on whether the substrate has stopped settling or not. If it stops settling, possibly. But again, that's a chance you, you need to take and I'm not a structural engineer, and uh, I don't think you're going to call a structural engineer uh, to figure that out, or you may, depending on the severity of that, that settlement. The next type of crack, which is our expansion or control joint cracks, I see again and again and again. I see this on tile floors. I see it on stone floors. I see it especially on some of these large format porcelain floors. Uh, I see it on terrazzo. I see it in concrete, but we're you know going to concentrate here on, on stone and tile issues. And this is where uh, the substrate, you, where the control joint is in a substrate or a crack in the substrate that occurs, and you bridge it by, by actually setting your tile and stone right over the top of that. And what happens is you cause a crack. Now, you can get a, which, well, the crack occurs underneath in the substrate, and that telegraphs up through the installation. But you can also get expansion and crack, cracking joints from lack of perimeter joints. And this will usually result in a condition we call tenting. And that's where the tiles literally just pop up in, into a tent. And some of those uh, tenting issues I've, I've seen, there's some great videos on YouTube that show the loud noise they make sometimes when that stress is, is released. 
uh, in those installations. So, and again, I see that again and again, lack of lack of uh, perimeter joints in the installation, uh, lack of uh, expansion joints in the field, as well as lack of expansion joints where two dissimilar materials meet. And I see this a lot on wood floors where the wood floor meets up against the stone or tile floor and it's butted right up against it. Well, you know what's going to happen is that wood's going to expand at a much greater rate than the tile will. And guess what's going to give? The wood's not going to give, tile will give. The next crack we're looking at is called a compression crack. And a compression crack is really difficult to see. Usually you can see a compression crack standing, you know, 20 feet away. You can see a line in the stone. And this I, I haven't seen much of this in tile, but I've seen a lot of this in granite granite floors where you see a nice straight line that occurs. But when you walk up on it and try to look down at it, there's no crack there. You can actually run your fingernail across it. You can't see it. You can't feel it. And that's because of the condition known as deflection. And that's where the, the substrate is moving and deflecting. And it's it's going to eventually develop into a full-blown crack, but you can usually see that compression crack, or I should say you can sometimes see that compression crack before the crack actually occurs. And when you see that, you can surely bet that there's a deflection issue there. And of course, if you, you know, look at the manuals, you'll see that uh, the deflection for ceramic and porcelain tile should be length over 360, where stone, uh, they recommend L over 720. And we, we get into that in a little bit more detail in the, in the stone and tile inspection class. But for this purposes, I'm going to skip by and not spend the time on there because I want to get to some of these other, other cracks. The next type of crack is called our map or spider crack. And this we see a lot on concrete. We see a lot of this on terrazzo. But when it occurs on a stone or tile uh, surface, it's usually from impact. And in other words, someone drops something on that tile, the tile wasn't set properly, and then you get this crack that radiates out from a point. So if you were to take a hammer and smack it on a hollow tile and smack it hard enough, you'd get a radiating type crack. That is known as a map crack, or you're, sometimes you'll get the glaze on a lot of these ceramic tiles where you get this little pattern that looks like spiders. And that's usually a glazing problem during the manufacturing process, or we see that a lot on very, very old tile. The next type of crack is called a vibration crack. And a vibration crack is caused by, guess what? Yes, vibration. And this can be, uh, you know, vibration from a train, from a, a traffic, uh, the buildings vibrating. I had one many years ago out at Disney where the monorail going through the Contemporary Hotel was actually vibrating the floor and causing all kinds of random cracks. And we finally figured out it was a vibration crack. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue on with some of these cracks that are occurring. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains, Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Tough Skin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with a proprietary stone laminate product. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Tough Skin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. 
Are you looking for quality greenstone working products? ESP sells many lines of fine quality environmentally safe products. Stone Pro, MB Stone Care, Bondstone and Touchstone Adhesives, more Stone Care products, Easy Care products, and Better Bio, which is over 80% bio-based and approved by the USDA. For more info, visit ESPSales.net. That's ESPSales.net. Alrighty, folks, we're back and we're talking about cracks, how they occur, and how you can actually look at a crack and detect what they are. So the next crack on the list is what we call natural cracks or, or fissures. And I get calls on this a lot, especially when it comes to uh, countertops. And uh, it's, you know, it's a fissure, it's a crack, customer complains they have a crack, fabricator says it's not a crack, it's a natural fissure. Uh, there's a couple of ways you can tell whether you're dealing with a natural fissure or an actual crack. First of all, why would a countertop, in this case, a countertop crack, it's generally, it could be cracked during installation, it could crack from lack of support, there's any number of reasons. The best way is to simply run your fingernail across the crack. If it catches, uh, if one side is higher than the other, uh, it's probably a, an actual crack. You can also look really close at the pattern of the crack and how it goes into the crystals. Does it go across the crystal? Does it kind of meander around around the crystal? That could be an indication of whether you're dealing with a, a crack or a vein that looks like a, a crack but is really not a vein, and we get a lot of that. So it's um, that, something that's really difficult to do via photographs. I've had people send me tons of tons of photographs and um, – you know, sometimes you just can't tell. You have to actually go there and see it yourself, run your fingernail across it, see how the crack's occurring, get under the countertop, see if the crack goes all the way through, see if it goes to the side, I mean, any number of ways. But that's a big, big issue uh, when it comes to natural, natural fissures. So, you know, your advice to fabricators and you guys that sell uh, a stone, if you have a, a particular type of stone or tile for that matter, that has a lot of veining in it. Uh, you may want to point that out to the customer. These are fissures. They are not cracks. The next type of crack is what we call a differential crack. A differential crack will occur uh, where two surfaces meet in different planes. So you see this a lot in showers where you have the back wall meeting up against the side wall or the floor and someone hard grouts it. They use a hard grout in there rather than a flexible material like a silicone caulk. Well, Anytime you have a change in plane in your installation, you're going to get movement. You're going to get differential movement, and something's going to give. If the grout is adhered really well, it's going to crack the tile or the stone. If it's not, the actual grout may come out or even crack itself. So, you know, those types can be simply fixed by removing uh, the hard grout and replacing it with a, a soft joint. Uh, the next type of crowd grout, next type of grout, next type of crack is what we call a temperature crack. And these are caused by differences in temperature. And usually it's extreme temperatures. We see this a lot in fireplaces uh, where someone hasn't used a fireplace. The house is really cold for some reason. They kick on the fireplace. All of a sudden the fireplace heats up relatively quickly, causes stress within the stone, and hence it'll start, start cracking. And that's a real dilemma. And I get those calls on a regular basis. Then we have stress cracks. You know, stress cracks are usually caused, you know, during installation. Uh, things like the right angle uh, corner, to, uh, inside corner crack that we talked about at the very beginning, that's considered a stress crack, placing the stone under stress. Lack of perimeter cracks will also cause, uh, perimeter joints will also cause cracking itself. Uh, we have crushing cracks, which are really not a crack per se, but a crush uh, usually due to lack of support under the installation, hollow spots, in other words, 
uh, can cause a cracking or what looks like map cracking because it's actually sunk in that particular area. The next type of crack and the last one I'm going to talk about is known as iron jacking cracks. This occurs a lot on countertops where rods are used in the sink and, and stovetop cutouts where the rod is not is metal. It's not fiberglass. It's usually not encased properly. There might be a little pinhole there. Uh, oxygen and moisture gets in there. When that starts happening, that rod starts to rust. The iron oxide starts to crystallize and starts to grow. And what you end up happening is a crack in the, uh, uh, in the uh, countertop. And uh, there are guys out there that can fix it. Um, you know, they're not perfect repairs, but they, they can, can be repaired by, by removing, removing the rod. All right, so hopefully this recorded, if it, you're listening to it, it obviously did, if not. Um, if you have any questions for me, um, go ahead and send me an email at fhuston, that's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to sign up for the class coming up, I'm also going to be doing an online class for the stone inspection class as well as some other classes. So uh, if you want to look at what the cl what classes I'll be offering, you might want to hop over to the stoneandtileschool.com. That's the stoneandtileschool.com. Uh, they're going to be on-demand classes. There's going to be a couple of uh, live classes there as well. So you can basically sit at home in front of your computer in your underwear. I won't see you. You might see me, uh, and I promise I won't be in my underwear. Uh, uh, go ahead and check that out again, the stoneandtileschool.com. Alrighty, folks, uh, thanks for listening. Keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, and fabricating those tops. See everybody next week. Are you tired of lugging dozens of stain removal chemicals around to remove stains from stone, tile, or concrete? Did you know you only need three chemicals to remove almost any stain? From organic stains to inorganic stains, Dr. Fred's Ultimate Stain Removal Kit is all you need. The kit contains three reagents and includes a detailed ebook on how to remove almost any stain. So if you're trying to remove difficult ink or rust or simply coffee and other food stains, this kit is all you need. To order, contact Dr. Fred at 321-514-6845. One kit is $69.95 plus shipping.